Legends, welcome back. How are you? It's good to have you. It's Miles here, as per. I'm doing all right. No major complaints. All right, I've got one. God, England didn't deserve to win that World Cup final. That's all right. I'll get it off my chest and then let's never speak of it again. It was a travesty, a sporting injustice. I didn't care that Australia wasn't there. I didn't need Australia to win, but I needed the team most deserving to win. And that was New Zealand, frankly. <laughs> All right? There, I said it. Ah, moving on. Hey, I've got a fun episode for you today. I'm joined by Mr. Charlie Eustace, my friend Charlie. Charlie and I are going to watch Reservoir Dogs. Well, we have, obviously, we have watched it now. But we're going to in terms of that's what you're about to listen to. I've never seen it, obviously. Charlie's a fan. It was a match made in heaven. I don't need to tell you too much about Charlie just yet. He'll, his character will reveal itself to you throughout this podcast. He's a bloody good egg, though, I'll tell you that much. All right, this was a fun one to make. I hope it's a fun one to listen to. I'll talk to you at the end. Enjoy. Charlie, welcome. Hello. Hi, great to be here, man. It's so Thank good to have me. you. Yeah. How does it feel? It feels like a weight lifted off because okay. I think we've been trying to do this for about probably the best part of six months. Yeah. And just our it's, schedules yeah. have never met. It had been mentioned a while ago. Apologies. Um, is it your fault though? I feel like it might be my fault. Well, it takes two to tango or it does, not but I watch think films, we did. I think we did get a date set and then I cancelled. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's on you. <laughs> About six months ago. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll say it's my fault, but also let's not start by playing the blame game. No, no, no. Let's, I'm, it's all in the past. Yeah. I, I forgive you, and I'm looking forward to watching a mystery movie with you. Yeah, I yeah? can't wait. I'm pretty sure it's a film that you like. Okay. So I'll tell you that. I'll tell you a bit more about that in a minute. How was your How's your day? Ah, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Did you go to work? I did. Do you ever like an absolute a, schmo? Is your Do you think your job's a cool job? I like my job it a lot. And I think pretty it's pretty cool. rad. Yeah. What do you? Is it? What do you do? So I do social media. Yeah. Um, within motorsports, so yeah. I work in F one and stuff like that. So, it's all about yeah sharing. I don't know, stories and videos and right. telling the tale of what's going on. And on is, it, is there a lot of um, pressure on that then? Because F1 is all about like technological advancement. So, mm. so you have to be like right cutting edge with your social media and stuff like that? Yeah, I suppose that so. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a job that didn't really exist sort of five years ago. Sure. Like when I went to uni, um, I did sport journalism. Okay. And that was sort of angled at like newspapers yeah. and stuff like that um i've never even seen a newspaper so um oh my god I've heard, you've, have you heard of them though? i i know of them yeah and i've heard i've heard that they're pretty good i think i've got some at the british museum ah you sweet go check some oh, out. Yeah, yeah dig one out but no um yeah i've been told it's basically like the internet made out of a tree yes so essentially. Ah, sweet you're a little bit older than me so yeah I yeah i remember newspapers ah. i remember landline telephones you've lost me yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's good um, I'll read up on that at a later time. But no, yeah, like, that sort of thing was, like, the aim. And then I came out of it, and people were like, why don't you do social media? Okay. It's way easier. It's only 140 characters. That's but true, It's 280 yeah. now. But. Oh, okay. So, but do you... So that, like, explains the ability to come up with um, witty or interesting 
things to say. <laughs> but did you also need to do like a crash course on social media or are you, you're just the generation where I, it's in your blood? I kind of learned it, a lot of it as I went. Okay. But there were definitely, yeah, it was definitely like a bedding in period where I sort of you know, learned how to not be crap at Twitter. Right. But I feel like I'm, I, I haven't been fired yet, so I think I must have done something right. That is good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I'm um, one of the world's worst Twitter users. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't use Twitter. But I still follow the uh, the pub quiz account on Twitter. Is that okay? <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it got brought to my attention. It's a bit out of date. That, yeah, it got brought to my attention <laughs> that it still says that on the bottom of the pub quiz sheets. Yeah. I've I've literally never used it. My bro- I think my brother might have used it for the first month uh, or something. Billy, if you're listening, I miss you, buddy. It's, <laughs> it's Miles does a great job, but it's not the same with that man. Uh, Charlie's referring to the quiz, the pub quiz that I used <laughs> to host with my brother and now host alone. Which you're a semi-regular. You were a regular. Mm, one I was. Yeah. You've fallen off the rails. A I've bit. I've waned slightly, but I'm try I'm trying to do better. That's okay. all any of us can ask of ourselves, really. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's good if you set the bar quite low as well. Yeah. To that's... begin with, then it's easier to get better. Within, in terms of, like, performance? Uh, I'm or... just going to let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I think the best we've ever done is third. Possibly. That's, yeah. And I think we've managed that, like, three times, but... But when you, never when, you win, when you come third at the pub quiz, it's like a regular person winning the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you. And that is a compliment. Yeah, I take it as the, that. The enthusiasm and the uh, the pure joy, elation, elation. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Journalist yeah. training. <laughs> if you need someone to run your quiz social media, then um, I mean, if you can afford me, then <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about? Podcast social media. I don't know what to do there. I don't. Know. I suppose at the moment it's sort of mostly sharing it on your personals and stuff, right? Just on my Facebook page, yeah. which no one cares about, and I'm convinced Facebook has it in for me. I, really... I have this theory that no one sees my Facebook posts. Mm. Facebook can can be a bit like that. Do you know, do you know? I did something though. I said to someone. <laughs> I think I said to my girlfriend like late last year or start of this year. I said, I'm going to delete Facebook off my phone. Mm. And then the next day, Facebook wasn't working on my phone anymore. Is that because you deleted it off? No, I hadn't deleted it yet. Oh, right. Yeah. And then I was like, shit. And so I, and like, I was like, okay, they're listening to me. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but it's nah, going to sound like it. Weird. But then I did delete it. And now I'm convinced that Facebook has it in for me. I mean, it's very narcissistic, (laughs) but I'm convinced that Facebook doesn't want my 230 friends to see the things that I post. Well, I can boost a little bit. You say again? Yeah, I think think I'm pushing a ton on Facebook. No, tons of hundreds. Are you? Ton? What's a thousand? Well, it's a a hundred in cricket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're pushing a thousand. Does anyone ever score a thousand in cricket? No. Literally never. Hey. India certainly don't. No, they lost today. They did. I watched it. Did you? Well, it was on, it was on in the uh, in the office. I know next to nothing about cricket, but okay. When the dude threw the ball at the stumps, yeah, from Martin Guptill, yeah, insane. That's yeah. crazy. Well, you. <laughs> the reason that we're doing this today and not tomorrow is because Australia are playing England tomorrow. Ah, and it, okay. It should be finished by now, but I didn't want you to have to deal with me <laughs> is if that Australia because... have just lost a cricket match because I wouldn't be very good company at all. <laughs> that's, that's very gracious of you. I appreciate that. And 
I mean, if, if they had lost, I'm not really in a position to gloat because, as I say, not really my scene. But yeah, it wouldn't have been a case of worrying about the um, the hard time that an Englishman would give me. It's just the I am a member of the Australian team. Yeah, in my heart and in my mind. And any of their losses, I feel them as as deeply as the team so does. It's really pathetic. The concern, actually. the concern is your deflation, not my elation. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think I feel like you're constantly in an elated state. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's it's quite a nice place to be in my own head. I enjoy it. Yeah. I think it, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. That would be, yeah, that, that's a whole other uh, whole other topic, though. This that's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But anyway, back to the social media. What do I have to do? What's your um, what's social media one hundred and one? I mean, it's going to be interesting. I guess. So, what you're saying about people not seeing it? There's some there's some truth in that because so like some of the pages I run. Yeah. Um, your posts will only ever like some of the pages I run. I've got like well, one of them's got like eight million followers. But only ten percent of your is that more or less than the Abbey Tavern pub quiz? Last uh, time checked. You know, it's going to be close. It's about but the same. I, I can okay. check when I'm when I'm uh, back home, do some analytics. Okay, thank you. But um, yeah, only ten percent of the followers will ever actually see the posts in the timeline. Right, so I'm easily eight hundred thousand. I know, right? Jesus, you could probably fit that in this room. Yeah, <laughs> but we probably shouldn't because no, it might pretty take pretty high ceilings, but maybe not. Yeah, it would take yeah. a while. But no, um, so other people will see it like if they actively click on the page, but not that many people do that. Most people just idly scroll sure. and then we'll just drop a like on I see. whatever. Yeah. Um, I suppose, yeah, like setting up a page for it or whatever. A page would be for good. it, perhaps. But the thing is, they're quite, they take a while to grow. The best platform for what we call organic growth is Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's to do with Instagram's algorithm and to do with that's a very boring word no i'm algorithm. into it i i almost semi fall asleep every no, time no, i say algorithm. algorithm okay but yeah um it's to do with the way it displays say things algorithm again algorithm <laughs> 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 this has turned into an asmr <laughs> podcast. yeah and not a very good one <laughs> uh the a stands for algorithm. <laughs> anyway um it's to do with the discover uh feature on Instagram okay. where it will show you things that Instagram knows you're interested in. So Instagram's anyway. one that because I'm like an old fuddy-duddy Instagram's one that I keep like I try to go back to and then I get friggin sick of it within two weeks. Yeah. I'm like who cares? Like no one cares what I'm doing. No one wants to see these photos. I mean and, I, and so and then yeah. I'll, I'll write it off and then I'll, but I'll still look at like my friend's photo and I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. But then every, every time I take a photo, I'm like, no one wants to see what I'm doing. So that when I go on a cycle, Twitter, I just couldn't, I can't do it. I, I've never properly tried. I have other, I have mm. Twitter accounts with other people and they do it all. And then Facebook, I guess, I've always, I've just, I just have. Yeah. I've never like, but I don't use it for anything other it's than quite, self-promotion. quite passive, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I guess, like, I've just decided that Facebook's, like, doing me over because no one's liking my posts. Yeah. But perhaps people just don't like my posts because all I'm doing is posting about this stupid <laughs> podcast. Oh, God, not another like, link. Oh, every week. <laughs> it's good that you're that consistent, though. I'm going to change the subject now. That's cool. 
Am I right that you're from Cornwall? Yes. I didn't make that up. No, no, I? no. That I'm okay. genuinely a Cornish person. You're a corn. You're a Cornish person. Yeah. Okay. Because I have had this almost inexplicable desire within me in the last month or so <laughs> to go on a surfing holiday. There's nothing in, inexplicable about it. It's, it's just wonderful. that I don't surf, and it's oh, right. like I so okay. And I don't really want to go overseas, so I'm genuinely, seriously considering... <laughs> if you don't want to go over the sea, then surfing's probably not for you. <laughs> Is it not? Oh, damn it. You know it's not on land, right? Oh, That's shit. skateboarding you're thinking Oh, about. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, don't want to, I don't want to fly to another country, so I'm <coughs> seriously considering... And, I just, and I'm thinking, like, just a one-man... Do you think I'd have a good time in Cornwall if I just... And where should I go? Yeah, you'd have a great time, I Just think. me on my own. Yeah. Head out there. And just <coughs> ride those waves. Absolutely. Um, sorry if I've ruined the audio track. No, by it's way. okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm originally from Newquay. That's, Newquay. that's a good place. That's to a surf. surfing place. However, isn't it? but is it a bit larry? Yes. Okay. So the population is about 20k, right. but in summer it swells to about 100k for a right. few weeks when all the holidaymakers come down, um, which is sort of part. I would say like 50% is families getting sunburn. And 50% is stag do's. Okay, so. yeah, right. <clears throat> and they cause a bit of trouble sometimes. It's That's huge, how I pictured it in fun. my head, sort of stag um, do's and backpackers. There's some, there are some really good places, though. They're a little bit... There's places like... Um, there's a place called Rock, imaginatively Rock. named. Okay. Um, which is actually a sandy beach. Paul Zeth's very good. Paul Zeth. Paul Zeth, yeah. Um, what else is good? Uh, Perrinporth is is very nice okay. as well. That's a little bit outside so, of New Zealand. Well, Houston. so I, I can write these down. So I grew up in Australia, as you know. I spent the first. I was trying to work out. Yeah, where it's an Australian was. accent. Oh. Yeah, I I well, yeah, I spent <laughs> the first twenty four years of my life in Australia. Australia is quite well known for its beaches, mm. uh, where you can surf. Yes. First time I ever went surfing was as a twenty five year old. At per- in Perrinporth. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Perrinporth Beach was the first place I ever went surfing. Well, there we go. Yeah. Nice. It's so like I a three-mile beach. It yeah. was a big one, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, the middle awesome. of summer, it was freezing, it, the sun never came out, but there was waves. Yeah. Um, oh, no, Perrinporth's wicked. I enjoyed it. I, I'm 25. There you go. I, time to get surfing. I know, I've surfed one whole time. You have? Okay. When I was 11. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, we're on, we're on par as 25-year-olds. I'm hoping to get a second time There's in a place called Par in Cornwall as well. Oh, really? Is that got any good surfing? Uh, no, it's awful. So Don't go to Par. Don't go to Par, but no. do you think I'd be okay in Newquay, or do you think I'd be better off going to one of the other places? Um, I think Newquay would probably be a good base, if okay. nothing else. Um, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll look into it, though. If, if oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so do you, you've still got family in Newquay then? Yeah, I was back there last week actually. You were? Uh, yeah, I went back for a few days just to unwind. How's yeah. things? Yeah, pretty good. Just to see family, um, mostly just to walk the dog, to be honest. What sort of dog have you got? It's a, she, she's a Jack Russell crossed with a Westie and she's very cute. Okay, yeah. a little one. Yeah. She, Is she but, yappy? Nah, she's not yappy. angelic. Okay. Angelic, yeah, oh nice. Funny. I don't know if you, uh, I suppose you won't have seen my picture I took. Because it's on Instagram, but I I took probably the most beautiful picture I've ever taken, and my dog is in it. Okay, that's where that's basically where I live. That so that's Nuki. That uh, picture. So this is a little village called Crantock, which is where I. Oh grew my up. god! What are those plants? Uh, that's barley. That's barley. Yeah, oh, it looks really good in that light. <clears throat> 
It does. That's a really nice when picture. I, Charlie's I, showing me a really nice picture. <laughs> there's C. There's a sun. Is that sunset or sunrise? That's it's a sunset. sunset, obviously, yeah. in the west. Uh, there's a field of barley. Mm-hmm. And yep. there's a pooch uh, running away from the camera down a track <laughs> towards the sea. Yeah. Who's that down ahead? Uh, that's my mum. That's your mum? Yeah. Oh, Charlie's mum's in it as well. There she is. Oh, what's she doing? I'm not sure. She's probably getting a dog treat out. Uh, because yeah. the dog is a little... She's, she's not fat, but she's rotund. Okay. And I think she gets too many treats. What's Pooch's name? Uh, Flossie. Flossie. Yeah. Okay. That is a very nice picture. She is, is that pre great. or uh, post-filter? <clears throat> Uh, that's without a filter. Oh my yeah. god, beautiful! It's very nice. Don't mess with that. No, you don't want to mess with that picture. You trying to? You want to show me some holiday snaps? No, I just wanted to show. Well, I just got any more. It was topical. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I got a little time lapse of the of the sunsetting actually, which is nice. This is at the top of the sand dunes. Oh, it's already part way through it, but yeah, you get the idea. That is nice. What do you prefer, <laughs> sunrise or sunset? Uh, definitely sunset because I'm like the least morning person. Yeah. The, the sunset is a, like a lazy man's sunrise, isn't it? Yeah, wow, write that on a t-shirt. That's, <laughs> I think I stole that, right, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, I get what you mean. And I am a lazy man, and I'm not a morning person, so therefore... Yeah. Also, there's a finality to a sunset because it goes away. It goes rather. away, yeah. So the beauty is there, and then it subsides, whereas with a sunrise... It's yeah, the it's the start of the day. There's that nice little moment, though, when the sun has set, but it's still light. Mm. I, I think I know what that's called. It's called Astronomical Twilight. I is think. it? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is You've got like a... You learned something. There's like four different types of twilight, and I think that's the one where the sun's gone down. And okay. yeah, you can still see the like... What is it? Helio something or other. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. The last time... I mean, I've never really watched many sunrises, but I, the last time I watched a sunrise was in the Sahara Desert. Wow. In Morocco. I mean, if you're going to do it, that's, exactly, that's a good yeah. way to do it. And it was like I'd had such a... We were camping in the Sahara Desert. We rode camels out there. God almighty. <laughs> I mean, I didn't enjoy the experience as much as it probably sounds like one should enjoy that experience. <laughs> but yeah, it was so cold. And then everyone's like, we're getting up for the sunrise. I was like, all right, I'll go and watch this stupid fucking sunrise. <laughs> and I guess it was quite spectacular. Did you have the hump? But then... Very good, Charlie. <laughs> I did actually. Yeah, stupid. I've spoken about that camel on this podcast before. Really? He was very. Which, which episode? I don't know. I just remember <laughs> talking about this camel I rode um. once. Anyway, uh, do you want to know what film we're going to watch I've tonight? I've been sat here with bated breath. Okay, you yes. have. Yeah, I think because I think it's about time we did some film watch. All right. Yeah. So the film we're going to watch tonight is a film that I am certain you told me. That you like. Okay. And it's a film that I haven't seen. Okay. So, so that, therefore it qualifies. That ticks both That's criteria. all we need. Yeah. Wicked. I don't know how much you like it. I'm not sure you were saying it's one of your favourite films, but I just remember you saying that you liked it. All right. So the film we're going to watch is Reservoir Dogs. Oh, nice. Yeah? Yeah. I was I'm, right? I am yeah. a okay. fan of that one. There we go. Awesome. Cool. I know very little about this film at all, and then Great. five minutes before you got here, I thought, oh, maybe I'll Google the film I'm about to watch. So I know now that it's about a heist, mm-hmm. perhaps gone wrong. Uh, that's along the right lines. And yes. they're criminals with pseudonyms. That was the, it was, a, I read one sentence about it, and ah, that's okay. basically what it that's said. A, that's a very nice sort of teaser. Yeah. And um, I think you're, you're well-placed to enjoy 
one of Tarantino's best, I think. Is it? Okay, yeah, it's his first. So. That's the other thing yeah. I read. And he's in it. Yeah. Okay. He but... likes to make cameos in, in all his films. Right. Um, well, most of, at least. In a lot of them, okay. Yeah. I know I've put you on the spot here. You, That's you, right. I mean, I think you told me you liked this film about a year ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you had no idea what we're going to watch. Can you think of anything from this film? Anything for me to look out for? Yeah, yeah. There's there's lots of there's lots of very interesting you know, plot devices, twists and turns, character building and destroying. So, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting film. So violent. Yes. Very violent. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Okay. You're not good with blood. Uh I mean, I can, I can handle violence. Okay. I can't handle gore or okay. like um, horror. I can't handle horror. Films. Uh, it's not. It's not like so, horror okay. levels. You're not going to see someone's kidney being wrenched out or anything like that. Oh, good. Okay. But there is one scene in particular that's that's quite notorious for. Um, we'll we'll get to it. Okay, <laughs> maybe a little bit horrifying. No. All right. We'll see, um, see what you're made of. So I, I guess yeah. Generally. I try and predict these films. I guess, yeah, it's... A, well, I read that sentence. It's a high score and wrong. Right. Um, there'll be some chaos. Uh, things will probably spiral out of control a bit, I imagine. Right. People will die. Okay. Who will die? People die I don't every know. day. I, people do die every day. Uh, I didn't know who the people are in the film yet, so I can't really say who's going to die. No, that's, that's, a, that's a weak suggestion, a uh, prediction, I think. You know, if you... People are going to die. Yeah, but okay. you don't know them yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino will die. That's my I prediction. I don't know. Okay. I'll make more predictions once I mean, I've got more of an idea. We about all the die film. someday. God, Charlie, we all die someday. <laughs> we're closer to death now than we were so, at the start of the podcast. Let's watch a film. All right. Before we die. Yeah, fantastic. Nice. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, let's watch Reservoir Dogs. Awesome. Shit. Orange got tagged. Gotcha. Where's the brown? Dead. How did he die? How the fuck do you think? The cop shot. It's bad. So fucking bad. Is it bad? As opposed to good? Oh, alrighty. Reservoir Dogs. It's been non-stop action. Well, actually, no. There was no action for the first ten minutes. And Mm. then it's been non-stop action. Yeah. Basically... We didn't even see the heist. No. We just saw pre-heist, and then now the heist has gone badly. It's great, isn't it? It's great. Because everything... It's almost like watching a book, because you can imagine what's happened in the heist. Sure. You, you get little snippets of it. That's true, um, yeah. Like the old illustrated page. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, just, I find that quite interesting. That yeah. You don't see it, but... Clearly, it's, it's been quite the occasion. And they, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's not gone to plan at all. Quentin Tarantino died straight away. Uh, yeah, I, pretty much. I can't remember what his character is. He's either Mr. Blue or Mr. Brown. I think he's Mr. Brown, and that's who died. Okay. Well, I think so. Unless, I mean, I might be wrong. I, Mr. Brown definitely died, and I thought they I mean, called him Mr. Brown at the start. Yeah. And it would make sense because he's probably doing the camera work, so that's why I think I thought he'd get killed. Very talented man. Camera work, directing, writing, and... Uh... Dying. Dying, yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't get to see him die, unfortunately. But maybe that'll happen later. Honestly, can't remember. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So, yes, they're all dressed in black suits. Yep. They're all named Mr. and a colour. Mm. Yeah. Mr. I, Mr. I mean, blonde is blonde, kind no. of a colour. but Yeah, it's funny. They it's ran a out of colours. 
Yeah. There's, there's no Mr. Green. Why, why don't you just call him Mr. Green? We could do that. We've well, got Mr. Black, Mr. White, Mr. Pink, we, so, Mr. Orange, and Mr. Blue. So in the warehouse at the moment, we have Mr. Orange, who is bleeding to death. He's, yeah, Tim have, Roth, and he's yeah, dying. We have Mr. White, who's sort of like, a.k.a. Larry, is yeah. your name. He's the, the Harvey Keitel. We, we know the name of. He's sort of like the... If there's a protagonist to this film, it's probably him. And he's the older head. He's yeah. the more experienced. Perhaps. And then we've got yeah. Mr. Pink, who is Mr. Pink, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi, Buscemi, yeah. However you say it. I, think I don't I... know. I say, well, I'll tell you how I say it. I say Steve Buscemi or Buscemi every time I say okay. both of them. Because <laughs> I'm never sure. Yeah, I just can't commit. Yeah, um, he's Mr. Pink. Mr. And then... Pink. And that's the most, that's the one whose name, like, because I think he was the first one to get mentioned as Mr. As the name, and yeah. it was Mr. Pink, and I was like, "Oh yeah, because he's pink, like because his skin's so pink." So I <laughs> yeah, thought they does. were all gonna have like appropriate names. And then when they were saying Mr. Blonde, I was like, "Which one was the blonde one?" But Mr. Blonde it's doesn't the brown have head blonde guy. hair. Yeah, yeah, so weird. Yeah. So that's that's the guys we've got in the warehouse. Yeah, Mr. It? Blonde is what's his name, Michael Madsen. Yeah, that's yeah. The dude. He's a, he's quite charismatic in this. He is. He's so they're in the warehouse, yeah. So I guess he's they're the very um, nonchalant as well. Yeah, I love that. Like they're talking about him doing this uh, this mad shooting spree, and he's literally just sort of there with one leg crossed over the other, like drinking a soda. Yeah, yeah. it's really exciting. Yeah, I like that. How <laughs> he was having he was just having an argument with Mr. White, where Mr. White was shouting at the top of his voice, and Mr. Blonde was just like. Well, you, well, I think um, the, the line is, is excellent opinion. line where it's like, "You're gonna bark all day, little doggy." Yeah, you're gonna bite. You're gonna bite. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Gets I, him to repeat it because no. I mean, I'd want to hear that again because it's such a great line. It was great, and it was like, "Say it again," and he just went, "You're gonna bark all day, little doggy." It's such a calmly spoken, again, but yeah, very. I would feel intimidated if someone said that to me. My favorite line so far was Mr. White was driving in the getaway car with Mr. <laughs> Orange in the back yeah. who'd just been shot in the stomach and he was just sort of uh, wailing and s- screaming how he was going to die, I'm going to die. And Mr. White just said, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realise you were a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a, a great thing to say yeah. to someone who's just been shot. <laughs> like, but it looks you- like he might die. Well, we never, we don't know um, mm. at this point, anyway. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of trying to be reassuring, but also they're thieves, and yeah. they can't, you know, be too compassionate, I suppose, because that would that would ruin their no and their they lifestyle. Absolutely, they don't know each other. I guess that's why they've all got these pseudonyms. Yeah, and so I I guess basically now, so the heist went wrong, and now they've they've decided that there's a rat. Mm. Someone's sold them out. Yeah, and they're. So I guess the film is basically now going to be them trying to figure out who the rat is. There's still, what, two... So there's two guys that aren't haven't made it back to the safe house. They're in a warehouse. So they're currently waiting for... So Mr. Mr. Blue. Blue. And they're also waiting for Joe, Joe who's, the, who's old, the boss. The old guy who speaks yeah. like this. And uh, there's also another guy we saw at the dinner table called Nice Guy Eddie. He's the guy in the... Oh, is, does he not have a mister? Shell. No, he's, he's, he's okay. Joe's son. Because I was going to say, I that think. guy's the rat. He's not wearing a matching suit. He's obviously the rat. <laughs> so he's the guy in the pink and blue, like, shell suit. Uh, okay, he's... Right. Somehow, he's... he's simultaneously Mr. Pink and Mr. Blue. Because <laughs> yeah. it's fair. Yeah. Could you ima- I thought should... he was Mr. Blonde as well. Could you imagine the... if they did a remake of this, but everyone was wearing, like, the appropriate coloured color, suit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So you have, like, Mr. White in a white tux, Mr. Orange just blazing a trail. I would love fiery it. Fiery suit. Yeah. How would you wear a blonde suit? 
Maybe he's just made of blonde hair. He'd just be like, um, Rapunzel. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> is it the is there an Adams family character that's just all hair? <laughs> and he'd be like that, so he's just all hair and it's just blonde. Could be. Yeah, have you? I don't think I've seen the Adams family. Have you, yeah, no. I, I I haven't seen the movies, but I know ah, there's okay. a TV show way back when. Well, you could be right. Yeah. Well, they could be lost on you though. Wasn't they could it? be. <laughs> they could be the in the Reservoir Dogs remake. So yeah, well, I okay. So, do you know who the rat is? Yeah, you I remember? Do. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna right. I didn't watch this film too long ago, so or well, most recently anyway. So My... it's pretty fresh in the memory. Do you think it's someone in the room, or do you think it's someone we've not seen yet? Don't My immediate much. guess was that it was the guy that wasn't wearing the suit, who you've okay. just said is his son. But now that I know it's his son, I'm not. So Maybe certain that's what I thought at the time. Cause, but that was basically, like I said, just based on the fact that he wasn't wearing a suit. <laughs> I was like, he's not a team player. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> What's he doing wearing a shell suit? Yeah, he's like, oh, I can't, I can't wear that suit. I'm an undercover cop. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much yeah. shorter film. <laughs> uh, now, I... I'd watch that. At this stage, if it's someone in the room, it's Steve Buscemi. Okay. Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink, Fair if enough. it's not someone in the room, it's Frankie Goes to Hollywood. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Good the... boy Frank. I, what, was he, what was that guy's name? Nice Guy Eddie. Nice Guy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but I like... What did you call him? Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And what was the second one? Nice Guy Frankie, I think I said. I just, I just thought it was Frankie. Nice Guy Frankie Goes to Hollywood is the rat. <laughs> I've forgotten again. Is he Nice Guy Eddie? He's Nice Guy Eddie. Nice yes. Guy Eddie. <laughs> um, we've already got a little look back at Mr. White from before today. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to do that with the other characters as well. I, I assumed that actually the rest of the film was going to be them doing that. Okay. But um, but then it ended so quickly that I changed my mind on that immediately. One of the tropes of most, I would say, yeah, I'd say most Quentin Tarantino films is they're completely non-linear. Yes. So like. Okay. Um, it jumps around a little bit, so but do a bit they, more jumping. they're generally quite good at visually telling you when you're going back without really doing anything. Like when Mr. Pink and Mr. White were talking about how Mr. Pink escaped, they literally just cut straight to it mid-conversation. Yeah. And I, I quite like that they, they don't need to beat you over the head with the fact that it's a flashback. It, mm-hmm. just, it just happens and it just kind of works, I think. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. I've enjoyed the, the way... It's been shot in general so far. Like there was the scene with Mr. White and Mr. Pink uh, at the the basin, and it was mm. sort of shot from down the hallway. Yeah, and you you could the audio you could hear was sort of like they were a little bit away from you. Yeah. You couldn't hear it like you were in the room. This I thought that was quite cool. This movie actually had a really really low budget for it. it, it I was, can imagine it was yeah. like I think it was just over a million dollars. And for right. a, for a Hollywood film, even in 1992, that's like that's not much to make a film with and they've got some big stars in this too so yeah um, yeah they, they've done good I think like the, the, so much of what we've seen so far is in the warehouse yeah. so they probably saved a bit for not going to the two meta locations there, but yeah. yeah it's the only one warehouse so where we've just stopped at Mr. Blonde has just what did he what were his exact words I've got something to uh, show you or I've, yeah. got, or I've brought something I've always or... I've always thought that conversation was very Awkward, and I don't know if it was done on purpose to be a bit more realistic, or if it was just like a tough scene, and it was the only take that was even passable. But he's basically like, "I got something in my car. There's yeah. something you'll want to see." 
Yeah. <laughs> Mr. White's like, oh, is it some French fries to go yeah, with the soda? Yeah. He's like, no, I already had those. So anyway, yeah. Next thing we're going to see, I think, is he's going to take Mr. White and Mr. Pink outside and he's going to show them what's in his what's car. What's in his car. Yeah. Okay. What do you think's in his car? I think I know what's in his car. Okay. Do you want to predict it? I, I'm excited to see that how this one pans out. I think he's got a hostage. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll see. Oh... A police officer, perhaps. Mm. Oh, I've got it, haven't I? <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Okay, no, just because <laughs> I'm just saying because they um, they have Mr. Pink and Mr. White were talking about how many police officers there yeah. were at the scene. So to escape the scene, they've had to sort of shoot. Down. <laughs> they've they've all like killed police officers to get there. So I'm thinking. <laughs> You're oh, actually Mr. shaking as so excited. Yeah, I'm thinking Mr. Blonde's <laughs> got himself a police officer hostage. It's actually just some French fries. Oh, goddammit. <laughs> okay, well, shall we continue? I, that's a great Let's idea. Let's watch them eat this sure. second serving of French fries. I can't wait. Okay, here we go. Reservoir dogs. We were set up. The cops were there waiting for us. What? Nobody fucking set anybody up. The cops were there waiting for us, man. Bullshit. Hey, fuck you, man. You weren't there. We weren't. I'm telling you, the cops had that store staked out. Reservoir dogs... He mm. did have a police officer in the car. Yes, very he, good prediction. Thank you. Oh my God, I've, I've been doing all right, haven't yeah. I? Who he then um, oh, really went to town on. He gave him a good solid bit of torture. Yeah, they did not become friends. No. that I mean, that was, you mentioned one, there would be one particularly uncomfortable scene and that yes. was it, I believe. That, that was the one. Uh, he, Mr. Blonde, Michael Madsen, was left alone with the police officer because uh, Frankie Nice Chops. <laughs> Frankie Nice Chops. Frankie yeah, Nice Chops. Let's just henceforth call, call him <laughs> Frankie. Frankie Nice Chops. I like that. Yes. Fr- Frankie Big Head um, showed up and he took Mr. Pink and Mr. White away to Mrs. dispose of the... Yeah, to, do, to get rid of the getaway cars, I yes. guess. Leaving... God, don't do it, Mr. Blonde alone. Mr. Blonde, the certified psychopath. Yeah. But he was he truly alone? Well, that's a good question. And Charlie. the answer to that good question is no, he no, absolutely he wasn't, wasn't. Because Mr. Orange was there with his gunshot wound, bleeding out to yes. till his death. Now, what happened was Mr. Blonde was doing some a good bit of torture. He mm, uh, some. Some proper torture. Some solid torture, including uh, cutting his ear off. Mm-hmm. One of his ears, his right ear, amongst other things. And then Mr. Blonde left to go and get a can of gasoline. And as he came back, I said to Charlie, I'm changing my prediction. Yeah. I think Mr. Or- I think it's Mr. Orange. And I, I couldn't help but grin, because yeah. that was like your third prediction you got right. Yeah. And I, I was, this guy... I'm I'm partially convinced you you just watched this film yesterday or something. <laughs> to be fair, you d- you did inadvertently give me a helping hand Slightly. because you said to me that's the worst it's going to get. Yeah. And what was about think... to happen was he was about to burn the police officer alive, which I would consider considerably worse. So I thought yes. something's going to have to stop him. Aha. Mr. Orange is going to shoot him. Yeah, that and was my behold, bad. No, I appreciate but, it, because otherwise... Yeah. I mean, I was already in a fragile emotional state after watching his ear get cut off. Not that you physically see it get cut Did off. Did you but... know that that scene inspired uh, a Fat Boy Slim song? I did not know that, no. The song Right Ear, Right Now. 
Oh, God, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. It was worth it, wasn't it? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, that, that's not true. No. That's not an actual uh, anecdote, but no. he cuts off his right ear, so it was right there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you got a, a good pun in. Thank you. So you feel would better. You call, is that a good one? Well, it's a pun, isn't it? Are there any good ones? I mean, not there really. are, but also... No, I don't want to. It's okay. I don't want to insult no, your I, beloved I, puns. My favourite ones are the ones where people tell me to stop. Or yeah, get out, no, so. that, I think that's the point. Yeah, surely that's absolutely. the point of puns. Yeah, uh, stop, please. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't. And then we've just had a little backstory into Mr. Orange mm. following that it, it, regarding his training as an undercover yeah. cop and him infiltrating the gang. I guess. Mm. Yeah, so we've seen Mr. White and Mr. Blonde and how mm-hmm. they sort of came to be part of the the squad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Orange's turn and he turns out, yeah, he yeah. was an undercover dude all along. I assume we've just paused it at a scene which is actually the start of the day. Uh, I, think. I think you're right, They're yes. going, so it's so. before, so the, the opening scene was them all in a cafe eating breakfast. So I think this is currently uh, Fat Chops, Frankie... Mr. White, Mr. Pink, and Mr. Orange on their way to the, mix. to the diner. Yeah, that makes quite the breakfast. Yeah. So right. I guess maybe the end of the film we're going to see how the hold up went wrong. Completely wrong. We're just going to watch them order and eat breakfast. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Though? I'd like, like that. They do yeah. all the action in the first but, 80%, and then at the end they're just getting like pancakes or something. I'd like it if like people had spent the last. 70 minutes just going how much was the breakfast what did they actually eat like was mr pink right to not yeah what i mean what was the total amount what was the percentage of the tip they only gave a five dollar tip so you gotta remember this is in the 90s so yeah recessions uh not hit just yet actually five dollars probably quite a good tip isn't it Mm, for a breakfast breakfast for five could be probably not i've never been to the states so i don't know what stuff costs but Mm, that's a fair point. Yeah. Dirt cheap. Who knows? I have ordered breakfast in the states, but not in the early nineties. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's so, your error. Clearly, I, it's my error. I was. When did you order it? <laughs> uh, I was in the United States in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, it's yeah. Two thousand and eighteen. You ordered it too late. So it's too late. This is. What's that? Fourteen years after this? No, twenty-four years. God, I'm always bad. When you when I cross centuries, I just can't do maths anymore. <laughs> Is that why uh, why you never made it as a professional crack- cricketer? Is that why you never made it as a professional cricketer? I had to say that like twice because I'm still trying to figure out what that has to do with so, cricket. It's something like, with a century. Yeah, we talked about cricket earlier. Oh yeah, and you, you get, mentioned centuries. You get a century. Yeah. Ha ha. That's a good callback. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was. That is not the reason I never made it as a oh, professional okay. cricketer. General lack of talent, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. comes from us all eventually. High level talent. Yeah. <laughs> also, I was playing cricket at a time that I discovered drinking. Okay, do they not mix? Mm, no, because you play cricket on a Saturday morning, you drink on a Friday night, uh, okay. usually. Yeah, I can least, see how that would be yeah, an issue. There's some of, cause and effect there. Yeah, it did. It's, <laughs> it scuppered my momentum and my um, desire. 
I don't think I've ever been scuppered before. You've not been scuppered, you've no. got to try it. Okay. Yeah. It is, it's up there within my favourite verbs. What is your favourite verb? Um, probably yeeted. God, I don't even know yeeted. Yeah, you, you never... You I've never, never been yeeted. You know, you know, it's like, yeet! It's like, it's like, it's like a, a monosyllabic word for, I don't know, when you do something quite... Not extravagant, but with gusto. Okay, you um, But also, it can be a, a sort of omnipresent verb to mean a thing happened and it was a bit dramatic. Okay. Like, um, when there was a, a particularly big crash in a Formula One session earlier, earlier this year, I tweeted on my personal account, and that's tweeted, not yeeted, but I, I said so-and-so yeeted his car into the barrier. Oh and that wasn't God. on a professional account, that was on my personal. No. But um, people generally knew what I meant. They because, did. Because it's just sort of a placeholder for, you know, verb. So, yeah, I think yeeted is... Probably, okay, it's, it's, I've never heard of it. It's a bit of a zeitgeist. I think it's quite a hot word at the moment. But Is it really? That, that would explain Five it. years ago, probably wouldn't have existed. Didn't exist? Okay. Probably not. Okay, no, that makes sense then. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I was able to teach you this new I tend to... piece of nomenclature for the 21st century. I've got this theory. I think, you know how there's a certain age group of people and they still say groovy? Yes, and it's... unironically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think if it hasn't happened already... That's going to happen to me with the word cool. Like, my word is cool, and I, will, I don't think I will ever be able to stop saying it. But does, does cool ever stop being a cool word? I don't know, because, like, did groovy stop being a groovy word, I guess? Um, yeah. That's what I wonder. I don't think it's happened yet, but I feel like when people are saying to me, oh, yeah, it was pretty groovy, that's just like I would say, oh, yeah, it was okay. pretty cool. Like, I think one day people will be like, oh, check Possibly. out, that guy's still saying cool. What a knock. <laughs> I, I like rad. Rad, okay, that by, had a moment. But by extension, totally rad. Totally rad's a good one. Yeah, and I, I will use them sort of um, unflinchingly and unapologetically, even if society deems that that is a narky thing to do. Do you ever say radical? No. Okay, just rad. Yeah. Yeah, I think cool rad. was the one that stood the test of time, because there was definitely a time yeah. where I said rad. There's also another one that we used to say was mad. Like, yeah. that's mad. Oh, that's mad. Wicked, sick. Tight. Tight, I never really said tight. <laughs> tight. Tight. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've spent too much time thinking about that in the past, but I feel like that is... The day that cool... The word cool stops being cool, that's when I'm officially over the hill. You're going to retire. I'm no longer relevant. Lit. What about lit? See, see this is what I mean. I, I would never know when to use the word lit. No, I, I think I'm struggling with that, so maybe... Maybe I just missed the boat on that one. Ah, okay. What? But you? What? You're 25. Yes. Jesus Christ. Is that good, Jesus Christ? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> there was no follow-up question. Okay. I was just confirming your age. Okay. Can... I mean, I don't feel I don't feel old, just older. Well, yeah. you're, you're like 26, yeah. Yeah, 26. And a half. And a, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that note, should we? Finish off Reservoir Dogs. I think that's an excellent idea. Okay, let's do it. Um, I need to see what they have for you know breakfast. What? So. This last 20 minutes is going to be lit. Is it going to be lit? I reckon okay, so. Okay, I'm, I'm yearning for it. I forgot the word you said already. <laughs> yeet. 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 <laughs> I'm yeeting for it. I can't yeet for it, though, can I? Uh, I don't think it's some... Yeet is something that you put a preposition after. You just, okay. you just sort of just... Yeet. Well, I've got one for you. I'm looking forward to... 
watching them all yeet in the diner. Ah, it's good. Thank you. You should be a comedian slash podcast host. (laughs) One day, perhaps. (laughs) All right. Now, seriously, we're finishing off Reservoir Dogs. Agree. Here we go. Joe, Joe, I don't know what you think you know, but you're wrong. Like hell I am. Joe, trust me on this. You've made a mistake. He's a good kid. (sighs) So it's all over. I know. Pretty much everyone's dead. (laughs) Except... A good pal, Mr. Mr. Pink. Pink. I mean, the scammy got away. Well, with the loot. I'm not. Oh, he might have met the cops outside. Yeah, I feel like when our two uh, our two main lads are mm. having their little discussion mm-hmm. on the ramp, I feel like there's some sort of commotion outside, and that might be him being told to. I wonder. Uh, but in any case, he's alive, and everyone else isn't, even if he's arrested. Yes, absolutely. We didn't we can see him meet his end, whereas all the rest of them. They dared. They all killed each other in yeah. one fell swoop. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty great like iconic four way shootout scene. Yes. Well three way I think, because Mr. Orange doesn't have any bullets left and I don't think he shoots anyone. No. But Mr. White shoots both Eddie Chops Hollywood. Dude. I thought the scammy I thought Mr. Pink shot Frankie I th- Fat Face. <laughs> Frankie Fat Frankie Fat Fingers, I think. Is either that there are people that discuss that discuss this on, okay, on online, right. and some people say where well, you can clearly see Mr. White go pew, pew, like shoot both of both Joe and Frankie, okay. Eddie hybrid guy, um, but other people reckon that yeah, Mr. Pink. That wasn't my take it. on it. I thought it was pretty much one soundbite, bang, three <laughs> three shots. Yeah, that's that that's how I interpreted it. I didn't see Mr. Okay. White. But I, I'm sure those people have watched it multiple times yeah, probably. and come up with that theory. But he's done amazingly well if he's shot Joe, been shot, and then shot Frankie. Yeah. No, that, that's some swift work. I mean, he is a professional. Eddie. He's he probably... is a pro, yeah. No doubt about that. It's not his first rodeo. And but then, it is his last. It's definitely his last. Because he did. And then at the very Sad end... Times. Mr. Orange tells him... So basically, he, he's sticking up for Mr. Orange. He's, uh, yeah. Joe gets there, the boss, and he's like, this is the double-crossing, no-good son of a gun. I who, think his exact words are... <clears throat> Where's a lump of shit working with the LAPD? <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> Just to translate, that was, this lump of shit's working with the LAPD. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, and um, Mr. White, Harvey Keitel, just can't believe it because he's seen him get shot earlier he's like no joe you've got it wrong no way and so he's like he pulls a gun out and he's like don't if you shoot him i'm gonna shoot you i swear to god yeah don't shoot him and then frankie fat face is like hey stop pointing a gun at my dad hey <laughs> it's funny he's like a spoiled kid he's like don't do that to my dad <laughs> leave my dad alone I love, <laughs> I love how the first time you did that you were, you went American and then you just gave up the a change time. yeah I know yeah he's, he's a very diverse character yeah he was yeah. Um, I think it's quite interesting in that you've kind of got two in that scene you've got two sort of father-son relationships because Mr. Orange and Mr. White they don't really know each other but they've been through so much in this day that they have this very very close connection like they're holding each other and stuff in uh, I think that's in quite a parents uh, parent-child kind of way like Mr. White clearly is very protective of Mr. Orange that's why he is willing to shoot his 
employer for his life for and him, then yeah on the flip yeah. side we've got um sexy eddie frankie sexy eddie. um fingers on on the defense for his dad for joe. Uh, big joe yeah big bad joe big old joe. joe joe doesn't get a a prefix to his name either he, no he's too serious yeah because nice guy he probably still says groovy Oh, he does, Joe. definitely. Like, Nice Guy Not very Eddie. very often, though. But I reckon you could go for a drink with Nice Guy Eddie, but Joe would just get pissed off. Oh, man, I would not enjoy Nice Guy Eddie's company, though. No. He was telling some horrible stories. True. Yeah. Okay, maybe I've misjudged that one, then. I don't know. Like, I Do didn't... You... He, he's not really, like, my my people, I don't think. Fair enough. Nice. Like, I'd rather hang out with Mr. White. He seemed like at least he had Mr. good morals. Yeah, and one thing I like about Mr. White is he... Like he likes to look good. Sure. He, when when he him took time and to brush his hair, him yeah. and Mr. Pink are that you know they're both covered in blood. They're, yeah. they're in a mess. But he he slicks back his hair, um, and yeah, he just he just wants to look. He like also a dude. he also did it to Mr. Orange after yeah. he was shot. He he combed back Mr. Orange's hair. It's all about him. the style. It's like just because we're dying doesn't mean we can't look good. Yeah. Um, I think that. that kind of that kind of gentleman. Uh, with a bit of swagger is is a dying breed really yeah well as we just saw and so the <laughs> very end is I guess it's ambiguous because you don't actually see it but Mr. Orange tells Mr. White that he's a cop awful move yeah silly move worst, just as the cops are coming to save him worst case scenario he's going to have some searing stomach pain yeah he might maybe he'll linger for a, a month or two in hospital and die from his wounds but sure that's absolute worst case scenario worst he, case, yeah. he could just keep shtum for a few more minutes a bit of shtum that's all it would have taken yeah. um like an, like an ounce of shtum yeah. and then yeah he could have lived out his days probably feel a bit bad about betraying mr white but then again maybe. he's a police officer so but also mr white Potentially could have survived that as well. Yeah. He would have had to go to jail, admittedly, but maybe he'll be out and never because he killed loads of policemen. Okay, so, I'll take that back. But so, anyway, so Mr. White's just been shot and he's sort of slowly, after he gets told he's a cop, he's able to slowly like lift his arm up with his gun in his hand and put the gun at Mr. Orange's head. Yes. And then the camera pans away as we hear the police come in and they're like, Put the gun down, man! Put the bloody gun down! They didn't say bloody. <laughs> but they should have. They're not Australian they or English. Should've. Put the gun down, man! Put the fucking gun down! That's what they would have said. Put that gosh Put darn gun, gun down! down. I should probably Dang close, I should probably close the windows before <laughs> I say that. Uh, and People of uh, Finsbury Park, you are okay. Yeah, everyone's okay. And then we don't know exactly who gets shot, but we just hear gunshots. And I think yeah. we're supposed to think that Mr. White has shot Mr. Orange. And then the the police have shot Mr. White. Yes. But we don't know that for an absolute fact because we haven't seen it happen. But I bet there's some forums that discuss that as well. I reckon there are five or six rooms of people. (laughs) 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 What I'm saying, there are probably a multitude of people. There's a few rooms, yeah. yeah. Uh, People dedicated to that. For what is a pretty short movie. But yeah, there's quite a lot of ambiguity. There's quite a lot of interesting parallels and tones and stuff. Um... I suppose telling someone you're a cop and then being shot in the head mm-hmm. it's not a great way to go out, but no. what we should take from that is... It's not a great day for Mr. Orange. No. Um, what we should take from that is let go of your anger. So Mr. White, if he let go of his anger, he's going to probably stay alive and Mr. Orange maybe as well. Okay. But also, what 
in that scenario, then you're relying on someone else's actions to save your own life. Yeah. So, but perhaps what Mr. Orange could take from it is, as you mentioned, just a bit of shtum. Yeah. Just a, a spoonful of shtum. Don't play all your cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if one of those cards is absolutely going to get you murdered. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a choice of saying something and definitely dying or not saying anything and perhaps living, go with that. Well, much like the Steelers' Wheel song in the film, um, he did have jokers to the right, and that was a card he shouldn't have played. But that, that analogy doesn't work. Does it? <laughs> it doesn't work at all. No. But that is the song that played when I mean, um, Psycho McPsycho Face cut off the blokes. Yeah. Here. But yeah, I th- do you know, I think I liked it, the film. Yeah. There was some horrible language and um, bad, ca- unsavoury characters telling yeah. some unpleasant anecdotes. Mm. But as a whole, I think I enjoyed it. I feel like a little bit on edge after it, but I feel like things wrapped up. Are you someone that has to know what happens to a character? Or are you, are you able to... Like, I, what, I am, you, at, as a like person, I, I do like things wrapped in like clothes. Yeah, I okay. do, definitely. I suppose nothing good came from that film, really. Like... It, I Not guess... even this podcast episode. <laughs> well, that <laughs> remains to be seen. There you go. That was me and Charlie watching Reservoir Dogs. I hope you enjoyed it. Charlie, thanks so much. You're a bloody legend, mate. Dead set. Had a lot of fun making that with you. And I reckon we should do it again sometime. I think you'll be up for it. And of course... The Loyal Legends, thanks so much for listening, guys. Appreciate it. You know I do. Your support means the world to me. Keep on coming back. I'll be here. I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be here waiting for you. All right, got one more episode next week before I'll have a little bit of a summertime break. It's a good one. i got a good one in store, so come back then. In the meantime, have a nice week. Have a solid week of goodness, for goodness sake. And I'll be on the other side waiting for you. Alrighty, keep on keeping on. See yous.